Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Universes Academy podcast. This uh, our continuing series, uh, the Symbols of Peace series, uh, where each week we take a different symbol in the My Hero Academia card game, and we talk about it, give you a little breakdown. Uh, I'm your host, John Jennings. With me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Craft. How you doing, Ryan? Good, man. How you doing today? Doing pretty good, you know? Just living that weekend life. Nice to have some, some time off. Fighting with my computer constantly, but I think we're good. Yeah, I, I I don't understand how my like jank ass webcam system works better than yours. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you want to tell them how your webcam set up just so they can all laugh at it? Yes, sure. So I am using a PS3 iToy as my webcam, and I have to run it through OBS and turn on the virtual cam settings on that to actually get it to run in Discord. Um, and I also have it. Because the the, the toy is not meant to like attach to anything, so it's not like on my monitors or something. So I have like an old uh, broken token token box that is standing up vertically, and it's just <laughs> sitting on top of that in between my two monitors, staring at me. Oh man, it's so good. It's, it's so a good. good. It has surprisingly like decent picture quality. Yeah, it looks fine. Totally fine. Mm -hmm. Probably like Probably 720p, we'll have... like good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like and and Matt gave it to me. Uh, when he when I got a PS3 because he got something I wasn't using anymore, he's like, "Hey, get it, you know, it's free if you ever, you know, need it or want to use it." Here you go. And then we were setting up this podcast. I'm like, "Why don't we do like a video aspect too?" And I was like, "Shit, I don't think I have a, a cam." I was like, oh wait, I do, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send a I'll take a picture of it. We can like post it or something like that so people can just see how ridiculous it looks. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, uh, as we always do on the UA podcast, we'll get into some current events first. Uh, the biggest news out of the Joffice is that uh, the Plus Ultra packs are starting to show up in the wild. Um, we've seen a couple of people on Facebook being uh, cracking theirs open. And I think the news is that the DLC packs and the Plus Ultra packs are off the boats and now are going through Asmodee to get clearance to get shipped out to everybody else. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's what they were saying on the Joffice. Um, I, I mean, I guess that process has started since there's pictures on Facebook groups of people with plus ultras in their hands. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's good news. And maybe since I think those things came off, I think they had the plus ultra packs before they had the DLC. So yeah. the plus ultra is coming out and I guess we're still waiting on the DLC distribution. Mm hmm. Yep. But that's exciting news. Like that's, you know, that's our next big wave of content or card content anyway, is going to be the plus ultra packs and the DLC and see how those things kind of shake things up. Um, yeah, and I know Jason like mentioned on the Joffice that was their intent with the, the metas, just like have the plus ultra packs hit, and then that mm -hmm. shift things, and the DLC hit, that shift things, and then they're going to do the same thing with set 2, where it's like set 2 set, uh, set 2 plus ultras, and then set 2 DLC, and so okay. on and so forth. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I kind of like that, because you get like the, you get the huge wave of the course, of like the block set, right? You get like yeah. My Hero and the Rival decks, and then... You have those for a few months. You kind of get things right when things kind of might start to get a little stale. You kind of sprinkle in a few things. Yeah. You know, here, here comes the plus ultra packs, kind of mix things up with a few characters and some attacks and stuff. And then once things get those settled in, then you get the DLC packs. For I like that. It's a good way to distribute the string along content. Yeah. As opposed to like like Magic or some other card game where it's really just like you get the set and that's it. Um. But yeah. Um. Well, I don't think we really have any other news, so we're just going to get 
right on into it as Joey <laughs> comes into the room with me. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I I locked uh, Meatball out before the podcast. Oh, confession. Yeah, I, I can't. She's banished to the Shadow Realm. Now she's banished from the Shadow Realm. Oh no, she's gonna go uh, bug Nathan. He's uh he's not home, so she's just gonna oh. lay in the hall on the cool wooden floor and be happy. Is what she's gonna do. Okay. <laughs> well, if that works. Hey, buddy. All right. Well, as I was saying before, Joey rudely interrupted us. Uh, let's go ahead and get into this, man. Um, we're talking about the water symbol this week. And I got to be honest, I think water might actually be my favorite symbol out of this set so far. Um, it's never really been a symbol that I played in old UFS. I never really did anything. I feel like it did a lot of like defense and reversal type stuff in old UFS. Yeah. Um, and that was never really my style. But, like reversals weren't really that good when i played um i know since then they have printed some like think bonkers kind of reversals um yeah but... so uh, i i take it you like water because it has ice storm in it yeah <laughs> yes it has ice storm uh i like uh i like water i i feel like it has the best defensive cards in the game i think it has the maybe i don't know if it has the best defense has the most useful defensive cards. Like it has the big, like the biggest uh, spectrum of them. Um, okay. And it also has a, a weirdly good amount of offensive stuff with it too. Um, I think a lot of the offense, it honestly it does revolve around Todoroki and the ranged package that he brings to it um, because the, all his cards have water on it. And a lot of pretty much all the other uh, water characters, all their attacks have some kind of ranged on them as well. So it plays into that. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on the, the water symbol? Um, I mean, I like it. I, I like it because it has ice storm in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I like water a lot. Um, so I, I guess, so I guess overarching thoughts on water is like, I like that it's pretty well rounded. Like you're saying, um, it's mm -hmm. not like pigeonholed into one thing. Um, it has some powerful cards from all walks of life, all different, uh, mm -hmm. um, all different keywords and types of things you can do. So it, it keeps it a little bit unpredictable, while still being cohesive enough to actually kill people and stay alive, which I mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Um, and I like the characters in water. I think there's like a good diverse spread of characters that do different enough things. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, yeah, I, I look forward to building some more water decks because the only one I've really built, um, was a a bad Toad Rookie deck, but um, <laughs> I look forward to playing more like Water Asui and even maybe a Water Mineta. I think could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I I don't think Water has the best characters in the game, but I think it has my my favorite or maybe the most interesting characters. Yeah. Um they've got just a really unique spread of powers and things like that. Um and a good like mix of different enhances, like free enhance, commit enhance, really good responses. Um I do remember like when Asui first came out, we all thought like, well, well, that's rap, she's the best character in the game. Yep. Uh were we and wrong? She, I I don't I don't know that we were wrong, to be honest. She is very, very strong. Um uh, I think people just... were starting. I've seen a little bit of talk about her lately in the, mm -hmm. the public Facebook Discord universe, where uh, people were talking about how she's a good foil to Kirishima, and mm -hmm. I think they're right. And I think she's always been really good. I think people are just mm -hmm. like ironing out the best deck list for her right now. 
Yeah, and it's still kind of the new player off water, air, life, like kind of trying to figure that out, which one is the, the best combo for her. Um, as far as weaknesses for the simple, what kind of use, what, what do you see? I guess you're just, you're not throwing out like long attack strings in water, unless you're playing the range package. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think it has like that many weaknesses, honestly. Though, um, I, it still yeah. has like really quality attacks. It has good ways to kill people. You stay alive long enough to do your game plan. Um, and like a lot of things, even if uh, even if it's got damage, like lower damage attacks, and is a little harder to kill people sometimes, like with lower speed attacks. I mean, um, when the DLC hits or the plus ultra packs hit, like there's cards that help solve that. I don't really think it has that many flaws. Yeah, I don't either, because it's got a little bit of control stuff going on. Um, you've got obviously irrefutable force of nature. You've got uh, some of those. You've got some even some discard. Like Zero's got a discard card because why not? You can throw that in there if you want. I don't think it really works in a lot of the other decks, but I you've got the the Mineta version, which is obviously it's a more defensive style, but it has enough aggro, especially once the DLC packs come out. Because I mean the the Aswe attack just gets slammed into any Mineta deck. Um it's I think it's the best overall symbol. Like it has no real glaring weakness. It has card draw. It has amazing defensive cards. It's got good enough offensive cards. Um it's got an amount of control. Not a control heavy deck, but it's enough that if you want to splash a little bit here and there, you can put it in there. Um I yeah, I think it's I think it's my favorite symbol so far like i said earlier and like i was really shocked by that kind of yeah. assessing the symbol and it, i mean it has some of the best or it has some of the most abundant spam out of all the symbols mm -hmm. not the most obviously but it's it's up there he's got a bunch of zeros and ones and they're actually playable yeah. um it's got a good bit of breaker as well uh between uh obviously ice storm we've talked about that ad nauseum but then asui's got uh at least one or two breaker cards i think it's her ultra rare has yeah. breaker frog lashing. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Um, one of the DLC cards has it. Let's see. I, I don't think so. It does not. So yeah, I mean, a couple breaker cards. You got wall clang. You got you got gotcha with rescue completed combos. Tate. Yeah. Um, you got what's their plan to hate on momentum. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff going on, man. It it really is. Um, so obviously from the core set as far as characters go. We've got Saro, Mineta, Todoroki, and Asui. Um, and then coming in from uh, the Quirk Pack, you got Kamui Woods. From the Plus Ultra Pack, you got uh, Mina. And then we've got the DLC version of Asui. Um, of these, I think the, the, the core Asui is still probably the best out of yeah. the water characters. Um, I, as far as like a, like a second, like who's fighting for second place, I think it's a really tough decision. Um, Sarah's ability to constantly change the zones, and if you, he's like, I think a higher IQ character, maybe, or maybe like, all right, my opponent sits down, they're playing this character. I know that character probably runs a lot of like high attacks, or like, you have to know like all the block zones your opponent's gonna have, and you can kind of like always get half damage through. Yeah. Um, man, what are you, what are you it, talking about, bro? You making every attack low, like you're playing. Low attack, that's low true. Attack, low attack, low attack. It's true. Low attacks all the time. 
I mean, he also has a free response that says draw two cards after every attack, basically. <laughs> yeah, and it's good, but yeah, you, you got to be able to throw threatening attacks that make them uh, want to block. block half. Mm-hmm. Um, or or do you throw attacks so non-threatening that they don't even block? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, of the the stereo decks that I've played and uh, the ones I've played with, I, most of the time the opponent's just like, I guess I just won't block this because I don't want you drawing two cards. Um, yeah, it definitely puts you in a rough spot defensively if you're playing against it. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta you gotta hold on to blocks. Um, and honestly, is the play against him to just like hold blocks of all one zone? And mm-hmm. no, that doesn't work. You have uh, to hold like everything. You can't hold enough blocks to block consistently. Though is the problem. I so yeah, just, I, I think you accept gets... they're gonna draw like two cards every turn <laughs> at some point. Yeah, you, you kind of get to that point. You have to. I think you do try and keep. One high and one low block, probably, right? Because they're not going to leave an attack mid. Um, yeah. And then as many mids as you think you need to half block to survive. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, it, it kind of depends on what character you're playing. If you're playing like a higher health character, you're probably just like, I'll kind of just eat these until I can't. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing like Todoroki or Asui, um, or, you know, a lower health character, it can be pretty rough because... Uh, you you can only not block like two or three times before you have to block everything. Yeah, it's um, like when you're playing against Bakugo, you just don't want to block stuff because you want them to have yeah. to play honestly, but then you're just dead. Yeah, he 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 makes you he forces your opponent to make tough decisions, and then his once per game response is obviously it's a once per game ex- response. It should be amazing, and it is. Um, yeah, I think finding I, the right spot to get in with that response is uh is more difficult than it seems. Yeah, because there's always like, well, I'm on offense, and they blocked my attack. I think I may try to kill them this turn. Let's go ahead and pop it and look at their hand. But if they've got like four or five cards in their hand, I don't know if it's worth it at that point, right? Yeah. Um, It's like, well, then uh, yeah, you do I, it. I guess if people are holding four or five cards going into your turn, you, you, you're you just not going to plan on using that. You're just going <laughs> to you're gonna try and like set up a backswing or something, you know? You're going to do it on their turn, Yeah. try and kill something, and then kill them. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think I like using it defensively a little more, because um, you can wait till they're going in on their kill turn or something, and they play one attack, happen to block it, like, well, let's go ahead and look at that hand, see what you got. Oh yeah, I think defensively is is the, the option, because you, mm-hmm. like you said, you, you block something, um, you look at their hand, get rid of their best card, and then you know, like, all their block zones, so I don't, I don't see any problem doing that at all. Yeah. Um... I also, I hate that they made Mineta a really good character, because as we talked about, I hate Mineta the character. Yeah, um, Mineta Didn't seems strong. I think Mineta's just kind of slow right now, but I like mm-hmm. Mineta more than I wish I liked Mineta. He, yeah, uh, he's got He's super annoying to play against, right? But mm-hmm. his ability to just like return something back to printed, uh, printed speed is huge right now, because there's so many things that just pump speed up to ridiculous levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that free enhance, just plus two damage every attack. Yeah. Um I, so the uh isn't the new DLC or the new uh promo card of Asui? Doesn't it like put something in their card pool too? It, it it's the DLC. It 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 automatically puts something in their card pool. Yeah. I feel like that card is gonna be like the ultimate enabler from Mineta decks. Yes, it's the ultimate opener and finisher. <laughs> Is it a finisher uh, too? Oh yeah, because it gets plus it gets one. Plus one. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that's what's um, up. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I really like Mineta. The the response to make them commit foundations is strong. Uh, is I mean, it's just he's just really good. Like it's a really solid character. I kind of yeah. wish he had maybe your twenty nine life because he has a lose one vitality response, but that's whatever. Can't have everything. Yeah, yeah if only. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think this character is gonna just get better and better. The more you can interact with your opponent's card pool, who mm-hmm. knows how much of that stuff they'll print. But I mean, they already got a DLC character doing it and mm-hmm. uh he does it so maybe maybe there'll be more yeah and i mean um he can't play momo's uh asset well no she puts it in your own carpool doesn't she yes yes so never mind Man, that'd be um, awesome though maybe there'll be a, yeah. another version of momo that puts things in your opponent's card that would be pretty cool <laughs> uh just gotta get gotta make sure she has water or order or something she ain't gonna yeah. have well I'd say she wouldn't have evil, but that Asui has evil. Um, yeah, randomly. <laughs> I think it's so that uh, Mineta could play that card. Yeah, well, it's got water too, right? Yeah, as I was saying. So you get you got multiple choices. Yeah. Um, I like Kamui Woods too. I think he's an interesting character. He's another character that when we first saw him, we're like, oh my god, how could they print this character? Yeah, I like uh, Kamui. He's he's like super straightforward. Uh, you just play the game and you get. Just passive benefits. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mina, we talked about her recently with Chaos. Um, I, I like any character that's just like, hey, let's play the lottery. I'm going to check it out, right? Because it's just fun. Because yeah. um, maybe maybe you hit giant attacks. Maybe you get a, a foundation you really need. It's pretty great. All your attacks get extra speed. You gain some mm-hmm. life. So you're not yeah. really a 720. I mean, you are, but you're not. You're like, you're like 722, 723. Yeah. And um, then the, the DLC Asui. I, I think she's probably... I don't want to say she's the worst, because I still don't know about Todoroki. Um, I, she's just categorically not nearly as good as the regular Asui, right? Yeah. I mean, I think she still wants to like try and throw longer attack strings, mm-hmm. uh, if possible. It's just she doesn't really enable it as much, but... If you can get to the point of a turn where your opponent just doesn't have any cards left, or you know they're not blocking your attack, you can just start discarding stuff for plus four damage. Seems mm-hmm. pretty good, but yeah. you just got to get it set up, and your opponent can't play into it. Yeah, and also they have to have that card in their card pool to be able to discard. Yeah. Um, which you would think she would be able to trigger it, and I'm I guess if she's got evil and water, so maybe they also thought about her playing Manetta's cards because he has a couple of things that does that too. So. Yeah. Gives her access to those as well. I mean, I guess the cool thing about her enhance is for, like, every attack of yours that gets blocked, you discard their block and basically, like, add that attack on to your next one or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're adding that it, damage. Because that's, like, it's four the, damage is the average attack damage printed. Yeah. It's the it's the, the sort of Damocles hanging over your opponent. I'm with every attack. I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it, it's just it's this hanging sword. It's just this looming threat that's over there, all, over you all the time. Uh, so it's like I'm you can you can block this attack. Uh, you can block this attack, but if you do, just know that I'm the next card you try to block is gonna have plus four damage. <laughs> we'll Sounds be right back, good. guys. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the uh, UA podcast, talking about the water symbol. Before we get back into our discussion of the water symbol talking about attacks and foundations i do want to give a shout out to our friends over at the very random encounters podcast uh if you're not familiar is a podcast series where uh each season 
they take a different uh, tabletop RPG setting or system and then uh, tell a story about it. They play the game, they record it, and that is the podcast. Uh, but they do everything they can to make everything that could be randomized, randomized. And then whatever happens, they just go with it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you like things like Critical Role or something like that, I would definitely consider checking this out. Um, it's, I, wanna, I don't know how many they've done, but if you go to their website, it's uh, vre.show. It has a list of all the different systems they've used and all the different seasons, and it's got links to the, the systems themselves, like the support. So if you listen to one of the seasons, you're like, oh, that system sounds like a lot of fun. You can just go right to their website, and they've got where you can pick up those books or find that material. Um, if you also run your own, I don't know, a lot of people run D&D campaigns and stuff like that, and you think, man, I really wish I could have some easy stuff to randomize my, uh, my sessions. My, I know my players would like it. They actually have their own book they wrote called The Ultimate Random Encounters Book. It's in most major retailers. Uh, it's probably also in some of your local bookstores if you can. If you want to pick it up, I'd say support a local bookstore first. But you can get it off Amazon. You can get it at Books A Million and Barnes & Noble and that stuff, too. Um, if you're a fan of tabletop RPGs at all, I would seriously just give them a listen. Just go check them out. Um, I know Ryan has enjoyed some of their podcasts as well. Yeah, I've listened to a couple of their series, and it's always fun, man. Mm-hmm. They have a, I counted, there's 23 that they've done. Oh my, 23. Yeah. 23. That's, uh, yeah, they've been at it for a while, and they've got that stuff refined and honed. It's really yeah. good. Um, but yeah, please check them out. Um, getting back into our discussion of the water symbol. First up, we're going to talk about some attacks. Um... As always, any symbol that has Ice Storm, we have to talk about Ice Storm because it's the greatest card that has ever been printed in UFS. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, yep, I think we've talked about it plenty. <laughs> it's it's a good card. I like the card. Did I tell you that I found somebody selling them super cheap on TCG Player? No. How much are they? I got them for like sub $2. What? I only have two. I need to buy two more, so that's I'll about sell to happen. You some. I'll sell you some for $5 a piece. Oh my god. <laughs> $5. Why would I do that when I could get two of them for like probably $5 after they're shipping? Gone. They're not they're not on TCG Player anymore. They're here in my house. Are they? I'm about to see if you're a liar or not. We interrupt this. We interrupt this uh U- Universe Academy podcast. We're not promoting TCG Player on this podcast, by the way. We were not, but well, it helps if I spell it Ice Storm and Ice Strom. I can sell you some ice stroms too for ten. Oh, you got the, oh, you got them ice stroms. I got them ice stroms, son. They they have Brocker three on them. Brocker three. Yeah, man, it's good. <laughs> uh, what? No, I don't want the XR. For, this is taking too long. I don't care anymore. Yeah, uh, see, five dollars a piece. I got you. Damn it, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, talking about some non ice storm attacks. Uh, looking up uh, at Sarah's lineup, um, obviously his attacks are going to play a lot into his theme of you know changing the zones and that kind of stuff. Or if this is changed, if the zone is changed, you get X ability or X bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure about sudden tape shot when it first came out. I was like, I don't know about having to commit another foundation to you know change it again. But if you can get uh, was it think fast out and you just get that zone change? Uh, or not? Oh no, I guess Sarah does it. But uh, think fast gives you the bonus. Right. But sudden tape shot is a fucking MVP in every Sarah deck I've ever played. Man, 
It's, uh, do you need speed? Do you need, do you just want both for one foundation? It's only four difficulty mm-hmm. attack. I mean, playing, using maybe one foundation to get a, you know, what, a six low for six or something like that, that's pretty, that's pretty not bad. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't hate it, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I like, uh, out of his attacks, I like, uh, I really like tape swing and grasping tape toss, personally. Mm-hmm. Because tape swing is like a powerful two throw, essentially. Mm-hmm. And a grasping tape toss is just a normal throw that uh, lets you commit things if it's uh, yeah. not bluffed. Yeah, well, it's got stun one, so it lets you commit something right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and it's like a little two speed, five damage attack that they don't want to block anyways. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, if you don't block this, I'm committing your best thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I-, I like this card a lot. Yeah, and it's it's targeted committal, right? The enhance because you yeah. get to pick what you uh, commit. Um, Indeed. Yeah, and tape swing, tape swing is oh, man that two check. I was, I love this card. It is really good. That two that two check really holds me back though. Two checks just lurk in your deck, just waiting to just destroy you at the worst possible moment. Yeah, you just gotta always be playing around it. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Just assume that um, every check is a two check. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I guess let's identify, let's talk about this with tape swing. It does. Ha- it has the static text that says this attack cannot be completely blocked. I've seen a lot of people discuss this. What that means is that if at any point when you would go to block it, if your block zone matches the zone of the attack, you are playing an illegal block, and it does not count. Yeah. Right? So you can't even attempt yeah. to block it with the block that matches. Yeah. Yes. So this so this came like, up because. Okay. There was a, I was gonna say, there's a card in standard. I don't remember, like some guile card, cool and focused, I think, that it had a, like a basically a static thing. Like when you went to block with this card, the block zone, or maybe it like changed, it, it made something so that the block zone and the attack zone automatically corrected and were the same, and so they automatically was was fully blocked. And people were like, what happens with this? And it's then cool and focused becomes an illegal block and is not blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty simple. It just, yep. Just as a general, you can't do it. So you can't do it. As a as a general rule of thumb, and pretty much any card game or any card game, it cannot overrides a can. So if the card says you cannot do this, anything that would attempt to do it is null and void. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's that's the only thing about tape swing you got you got to remember. Just if you 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 cannot you cannot even attempt to fully block it. It's just yeah, you can't. And pump that um, damage up. That's the other thing you got to remember. Yes, you got to, you know, those are rookie numbers, man. You got to pump those numbers up. Pump uh, let's see. Uh, Mineta's attacks. Uh, he's got, I'd say he's got a solid lineup of attacks. There's nothing that's going to, like, stand out. And I think, oh, my God, this is, like, an auto-include and maybe some non-Mineta decks. Um, Eat my sticky balls, maybe, just because it's a four, four high for four and a plus one high block. That's really good. And it's got a decent enhance. Yeah, like uh, I think that's the only card that I don't know, man. I do I do not like Mineta's attacks. That's the thing I don't like about Mineta. Yeah, um, um, I like Mineta as a character. I like Mineta's foundations well enough. Mm-hmm. I do not like the attack package because, like, I think Grape Rush attack is probably fine in Mineta, just because mm-hmm. it can draw you like four cards in a perfect situation. But like Pop Off Step, um, yeah. 
Not I mean, great. I guess you get some momentum for comboing, but what are you even using the momentum for? Also, great pressure attackers. <laughs> are you playing like Evil Fury build? I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sticky ball toss tackle is just. It's a throw. Yeah, it's a three damage throw that gets good if they've blocked like three times, or you've put three things in their card pool, right? Yeah, but it's. I, I don't know. It's not. It goes into a very specific type of deck, which is only throwing throws, which I don't think is very. I don't think it's a great deck at the moment. I mean, it doesn't um, have to be an only throw deck to play this card. Um, no, I mean, like I said, if you're playing Mineta, I think you're probably going to play it. Um, but I don't know, because I feel like Mineta is best off of water, and that includes playing the ranged package from Todoroki. This card does not have ranged. Yeah. I feel like if you're playing Frigid Heat Wave, every attack needs to be a ranged attack. Man, they should have went ahead and just... Uh... They should have just ripped the band-aid off on this card and let it give your attack stun two if you lose two health. Just give it actual <laughs> yeah. stun two. Yes, just enhance lose two health, this attack gain stun two. Yeah, then I would play this card. Yes, because that, that enhance is not great. Like I when I played this card, I never wanted to use that enhance. Um, yeah. So I, I guess then... like you're trading off to pay two health to make them block an attack. A three damage attack. I mean yes. I guess that's and, the and goal, then... but yeah, but then you also then respond with Mineta, assume, presumably, and lose another health to commit something. So you're paying three health to maybe commit one foundation. Or three foundations. Uh, Well, wait. So how does this one work? If it is not blocked. So if they do block it, they don't commit things, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And then Mineta only works if it has been blocked. So yeah. you're paying... It's... I don't know. It's it's an okay card for it to be a rare. I think it's kind of disappointing. Um, oh, that is a rare. That's his rare attack. Yeah. Ooh. Um, it's not it's not great. Uh, the best thing about his attacks is that Great Brush Attack is a plus one low block. <laughs> it also it also has eight damage base, which is that's that's nothing to you know forget, right? Like eight damage base is the highest base attack we've seen. So you that's I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, Pillar Swing, before they presented Pillar Swing, it was the only one that had that. Pillar Swing has eight as well. Um, so, I mean, th there's something to be said for that. If you've got one momentum, you play Great Brush Attack, and you plus Ultra, it does 16. Yeah, I guess it's still four speed, right? And mid. I guess you would just, like, plus Ultra the speed. Make it, like, an yeah. eight speed. Eight speed for eight. Maybe throw some... I mean, it's got Powerful, so you could throw some Powerful in there. Oh, there you go. There's the combo, bro. You... Fury attack into pop off step to get your momentum, mm -hmm. and then you play Great Brush attack and plus ultra it with the momentum you got. There we go. There you go. There you Boom. Go. We did it. We did it. <laughs> hey, hey um, could be good. Mo moving along. <laughs> All right. So speaking of printed eight damage attacks, you got frigid heat wave. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This attack, it's always like four or six damage for me. Uh, yeah. I feel like I have better luck with frigid heat wave than you do. Um. But I also tend to put more attacks in my deck than maybe some players do. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel like we've, this is obviously our third time talking about Todoroki and his cards. His attacks, I like them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, you got Frigid Heat Wave and Ice Storm. If you're playing, if you're playing any kind of ranged attack package, you're going to be playing at least both of those cards if you have them, right? Um, probably. Um, maybe yeah, Giant Ice Wall. So. Uh, giant I Ice Wall is still a really good card. 
I'm a fan of Giant Ice Wall. I like I like getting big on the stun, and it also has Breaker. Breaker, it's a low attack with plus two high block, which is good. And like uh, we talked giving... about on the KO, sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like we talked about on the Chaos Podcast, I actually like massive flash freeze. I just always like cut it at the last minute from every deck. It's mm-hmm. just like right on the precipice. Uh, the three damage is not great, right? Like that's I think that's what kind of hurts it. I mean, I, I realize you can't make it a four difficulty attack with five speed and four damage. That's that's too right. good. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you like I guess if you're playing Todoroki, you just give it if you give it a damage or two, then it's crazy mm-hmm. standard. Yeah, and it you know it negates progressive difficulty kind of um, right because it gives just it the, for next, the next one. Yeah, yeah, range deck a plus one mid block's not bad either. Yeah, it's, it's a really solid good. card. Um, the Asui cards, uh, we got here. Her attacks, I think her attacks are she has, along with Todoroki, probably the best attack lineup. I think just as far as synergy with her own character, um, just like the stuff she wants to do, whether it's clearing her card pool, the face down foundations, like frog lashing, is a beating. Beating, yeah. God, uh, yeah, I mean, really good. yeah. And, of course, she has ranged, so you can play stuff like Frigid Heatwave. All her attacks are ranged, so you can just combo right into that and draw cards. Draw even more cards. Uh, oh, man. Um, the ultimate Frigid Heatwave character. Yes. And, yeah. and she's got a... She has a plus ultra pack attack and a DLC attack. Um, they love Froppy. They really do love Froppy. Um, Why are they all five difficulty? Come on, man. Uh, well, her DLC attacks for difficulty. Oh, I guess, yeah, actually, sorry, technically she has two plus ultra attacks, because Crow and Frog, Crow and Frog takedown is an anybody attack, um, yeah. with, with a two character specific enhance. Uh, but, um, her, I think her lineup is mostly all ranged. Are we going to play ranged Mineta? And that's what I did in, in the water deck. I just played ranged water. Because uh, the Tongue Whip is insane. Amphibious Ambush is also good, because it also does artificially generate momentum and clear your card pool at the same time. Yeah. And it combos off-ranged cards, which is not hard to do. I know. Amphibious Ambush puts something in their card pool. And then they get a new foundation. But it clogs their card pool up. Uh, no, it has the Enhance. Add one other ranged attack from your card pool to your momentum. As a free Enhance. Which card are you talking about? Amphibious Ambush, the plus ultra pack card. I'm looking. Oh no, sorry, enhance. it's a quirk pack. It's a quirk pack card. The combo enhance is what I'm talking about. Okay, I was talking about the regular enhance where it, <laughs> uh, where it's free momentum generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes, the combo enhance is also very good, and I uh, triggers uh, Mineta's regular enhance, which I think when we first saw Mineta, that was the biggest problem with Mineta was like there wasn't you'd have to sacrifice sticky balls, which you don't want to do to get his regular, his free enhanced damage pump online. But these yeah. two cards, this one and then the DLC pack card, really just made that super simple. Yeah, you just go Tongue Whip into Amphibious Ambush, and you're just online. Mm-hmm. Live as fuck. Yeah, I like that. Um, I don't think Frog Kick is going to see much play. Uh, I mean, it's a four difficulty attack, which is nice, because a lot of her attacks are, like you said, she's got three five difficulty attacks, which is not great. Four mm-hmm. if you're counting Crow and Frog Takedown. So Frog Kick is okay. It's kind of low speed, but with Froppy, that doesn't matter too much. Um, it's got free foundation and ready as a response. 
because if you're going to have cards, leave your card pool with Froppy, so that's fine. I feel like if this uh, was a ranged attack, you would see a lot of play. I was going to say, that's the problem, is it's not a ranged attack, it's a kick. It also doesn't is... share symbols with any of the kicks. Yeah. I like, Actual none of them. I, I get you got to call it frog kick, um, so it's got a kick in it. But yeah, I mean, uh, if they make a kick package for that symbol, that's a really good kick. Um, just like generically good kick, you know. So if they make someone mm-hmm. who's kicking off of air, life, or water, then yeah. Uh, so does Midoriya have Midoriya has life, right? Yes, he's good life order. Yeah. Okay. I think. Um. I'm pretty sure that's what his symbols are. Um, so I, I am. I do think, obviously, at some point we're going to get a kick version of Midoriya because he changes to kicks. If he still has life and he's going to have a kick package, that's presumably yeah not far off. Set that, two that'd Midoriya be really good. kick package, maybe. I don't. What exactly does he switch? Because he calls it what the shoot style where he's kicking. Yeah. I can't Man, remember I exactly when. You. I couldn't tell you. I watched that shit so long ago. I don't know. My I don't remember exactly when he, he switches over. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess let's talk about some Crow and Frog takedown, um, because it does, obviously has the Asui, it does have the infinity symbol, but it has the Asui, um, enhance on it, that is, it also works for Tokiyami, where you, you can technically ready any one, uh, card that has not been ready this combat phase, so, obviously, you want to use that with Asui to get first, to get her free enhance and ready her and then doing her shenanigans. Um, it's not as good with Tokiyami just because really you don't want to ready him. But yeah, I mean, I guess you, you do ready some foundations or something. You do and you don't. Like, I think with Tokiyami, you can use it to like um, get an attack string going. And then uh, mm-hmm. when you're done attacking for the turn, you just like play this and ready your character so you can pull an action back on your opponent's turn. Mm hmm. Not bad. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think Double Front Beatdown really has a space in any of the water decks. Um, obviously, neither of those character-specific enhances. Neither of them have water. Um, I think that's just about it for attacks. Any overarching, overarching thoughts on water attacks? No, I think we kind of talked about it already. Uh, just mm-hmm. all... Well, not all, but uh, I think most of the characters are just generically good when it comes to the mm-hmm. attacks. Probably play in the range package. Yeah, with water, I like the water range that, package. That's that's the that is the I'd say main keyword you got going on. You got you got a good bit of stun, some breaker, but overall it's the range package. That's what we're yeah. looking at. And it's a strong um, package. It is. It is a it's a nice package. Ryan shakes his head, disapprovingly at me. <laughs> um. All right. Talking about foundations. Um. Let's see. I think water has some very strong spam foundations. Uh, it's got one of the best spam foundations in Gotcha. Um, it's just yeah. always good. Uh, it's got a decent playable low block. Obviously, it's a zero five. Um, the ability to give anything plus one or minus one speed after it's been committed as a as a response just awesome, right? Yeah. It triggers your own abilities. If it gets stunned, you can use it to. Hinder your opponent's plan. Yeah. I mean, and on water, you get to combine it with its best enabler and rescue completed. Rescue completed. Yep. And give something minus three for one foundation. That's just on a stick. That's awesome. Like we talked about how good uh, Specialist of Sound is as a foundation. 
And this, you just get to do it all the time. Yeah, it's either you can get plus or minus plus two. three or plus two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it's good stuff. Yeah, obviously, think fast. I don't think it's going to see much play outside of Sierra just because he gets that free enhance. You're just skipping tape? You're skipping over tape? I, well, I was talking about the Sero specifically. But also, yes, tape is very good. I think it is a generic good um, <laughs> spam foundation. Just being able to get something minus two speed or just changing it to a more manageable zone so you can always block it if you need to. Like yeah, I changing think, stuff to mid. MVP. Yeah, I, I think that's the the best part of this attack, right? Because you're like, oh shit, they made this. This is a low attack. I don't have anything that can block a low attack. I only got high attacks or high blocks. Well, you just change it to a mid. Now you can at least attempt to block half, right? You're like, damn, I only have four ice storms in my hand. Let's make this mid real quick. <laughs> just make my opponent hate me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we kind of talked about. We've talked about what's their plan before. It's, I think, right now it's mainly used for making your opponent discard momentum if you're going to play it. I don't know that it has that much of a home right now. Uh, you might be able to like big brain something else out of it, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only guaranteed thing you're doing is momentum hate. Hmm. Um. I wish I just I think I'm just not smart enough to play what's their plan. I mean, like, there's pretty obvious stun packages that are out there where like literally every attack has stun on it, so it'd be good against stun. Yeah, I guess you're playing common you're playing against Kaminari or something. Yeah, I mean air order decks, there are a lot of stun packages in there, so mm-hmm. it's not the worst. Um Looking at the Mineta Foundations, we got Desperate Times, another good spam foundation. It's really the only form of card draw hate we have in the game right now. Um, you've got the Gen Con All Might. That's not really card draw hate, though. That's just punishing your opponent for having a lot of cards in their hand on your turn. Um, this one is, the like I said, the only thing. They draw cards, they have to commit foundation. Um, zero 0-5 plus 3 high block is not great, but it's there. Man, yeah. It's it's fine. It's fine for zero five. Mm-hmm. I I would uh you know what I would love I would love like a two or three difficulty foundation to let me target commit something when they draw cards. That'd be great. Target commit. That's yeah. oof. Does that have to commit itself too, or is it no, flip like or flip. destroy? Yeah, like a flip. Yeah, flip. same okay. same as this. Yeah. Oof, that would be. Man, as much as I love to draw cards, I'd probably hate it that it existed, <laughs> but it would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. I feel like I liked Classmate Introductions more when I first saw it than actually playing it. I still, I don't think it's bad. I still think it's good. I just don't think it's quite as good as I thought it was. Mm, I think it goes in like every deck I think you're playing, symbols right now. I think you're playing at least, at least one or two of it. I don't think it's necessarily like a four or three of. Um, That's fair. Just because it, it some of its stuff is conditional. Like... If your opponent blocks the first attack, well, can't use that enhance anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's all conditional. Not some of it, all of it. Yes, uh, and obviously we have the MVP of Manita cards, which is unfortunately called Sticky Balls, but card's amazing. Uh, the first enhance is really good, um, but it's all about that enhance commit. Mm-hmm. The minus four speed to a non-range attack. Oh, baby. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of ranged attacks out there, but mm-hmm. some of the biggest ones that are hardest to block are not ranged. So that minus yep. four speed on a stick is really good. Yep. And just so you know, attacks can go into negative numbers. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will probably put most attacks at a negative speed. Um, and it does make your block easier if it is a negative. Also, uh, um, uh, hand size can go negative, and then you have to give me cards from your binder when you that... go negative. That's a new rule. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a uh, player's choice, right? So you player's get to choice. pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. I feel like this is unrelated. I feel like there was, a, there was an old rule in Magic when the free game first game came out, like Alpha and the beta sets and all those, like the original set. Like, you had to, like, you bet cards before the game. Like, you put up a card to ante, like, to play. That's what you're playing for. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It's just such a random random thing to put into a card game. In a game where you can just get, like, mana screwed so easily, or you used to be able to (laughs) before they changed some of the mulligan rules and stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. let me just, let's bet this expensive card and then draw no lands. Ever. GG. Here you go. I would be I would be a total coward. I would I would bet nothing but lands. I'm betting <laughs> I'm betting this planes. Oh, the full art Zendikar? What no no no. No. Just no. like a normal planes. Here you go. <laughs> I mean I guess like in, in the obviously they had no way of knowing how, how valuable the alpha and beta cards were gonna be at the time, but like in hindsight, go back in time and be like, yeah man, let's fucking bet some of these cards. I'll take I'll take your lands, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. oh man. Anyway. Anyways. Uh we have I think I think what is Ryan's favorite foundation in Irrefutable Force of Nature? Talking about a card he actually did buy the entire stock on TCG player. Uh well, I have like eight of them. That's all I bought. <laughs> oh no, I bought I pulled like four of them. And then you actually, No, I pulled like six, seven of them. Then I bought like four more. Yeah, I like this card. I play <laughs> these symbols. Like I'm just gonna put it in all the decks. I don't want yeah, to swap really it around, card. dude. Get out! Get out of mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't like say your it was a bad thing. It shuts down a lot of the format, and then the things it doesn't shut down, it still shuts down. That's why I like that. Yes. Yep. Uh, it is, I think, easily Todoroki's best foundation. Um, yeah, I don't think that's debatable. Nah. Um, his other foundations are just fine to situational. I think. Irrefutable yep. Force of Nature is the only one that's really, you can just put it in no matter what. Yeah, Frozen's like a one or two of in a lot of decks just for a kill turn, blow your staging area up thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-assured to change the zone of your attack is probably pretty good. I haven't uh, I haven't played it in any decks, but I have seen it in a lot of decks online. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Precise Control is just like a generic good uh, spam foundation. Mm-hmm. It's got Breaker, you can pull it away. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh so self assured, are you playing it to change the zone or are you just playing it to draw cards? Um, I mean Are you just changing zones in the meantime until you're ready to draw cards? Yeah, I don't I feel like you probably aren't playing it just for the card draw though, because you need mm-hmm. like you need like got, eight cards. It's got some to go setup, yeah. Two for one. Um I mean there's probably decks where it's fine, but I feel like I don't want to blow up a unique foundation to draw a card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need, I need to be getting at least two. Um. All right. Looking at the Asui Foundations, I think mm-hmm. she might have the the best foundation package right now, just out of these characters. Yeah. Uh, I think her cards are just generically all really strong and really good. Um, Amphibious and Observant Student are both really strong spam foundations, mm-hmm. uh, especially Observant Student with a plus one low block. That's kind of bonkers. Amphibious readies. Um, Observant Student also has an amazing deadlock enhance. 
Um, never read it. No, I'm just never read it. That's good stuff. <laughs> I was about to say what? <laughs> Card recursion. <laughs> um. Obviously, we talked about Rescue Completed. Uh, it does also have a destroy that I've never used, but I'm sure it's also useful. The, well, I know it's useful. Ready to face down foundations. Uh, so that obviously ties into her ultra rare attack. So you can just blow people out with that. Yeah. Um, Wall Cling, I think it's a card that when we first saw it, we maybe overvalued it versus how it's actually played out. It is... Uh... I think it's still really strong. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't think it's maybe quite quite as good as we thought it's still really strong i think it's probably as good as we thought but you do? it's okay. just because uh like plus ultra is not out yet so it's gonna be very okay. annoying to uh play against that when they just return your speed they had just blocking on a five and it deals no yeah. damage yep um pretty annoying that's that's the thing is you gotta have plus ultra to really make this card work um and then there's first villain encounter uh which is uh asui's dlc foundation i I'm not 100% sure how I feel about this card. I think it kind of falls into the classmate introductions spot where maybe you're playing like one or two of it. Um, I feel like just if you're playing this card, just play four of it. Just play four of it because it, yeah, you man. just commit and just blow people out with it. I guess you can also ready it with various things in Asui's set. Yeah, I mean, package like, of stuff. if you're going to be playing something on like a six difficulty, has your second attack, why not just like go ahead and pre-commit and give it plus speed and damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you're not top decking a six, so like, why not commit one, and then, you know, hopefully you top deck your five and you know pass it and free speed and yeah. damage. Why not? Yeah, that is also not top decking a six. That is a good point. There are no six checks in the foundations in the water, the water suite of cards. So if you're looking for those six checks, you got to be running some characters, which I don't think is very good with any of these characters. Yeah. Look elsewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there's, this card is probably going to be very, very fine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like the later in the turn you go, where you know you're going to have to commit stuff, and there's no getting around it. Like, why not just make your attack better? Yeah, and it does have that deadlock enhance too, where if your opponent gets a little too too out there, too a little too overzealous, you can punish them real hard. Yeah, um, yeah that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess this actually card, like if you're if you don't need to, if you've already ready Asui or something like that, and you've got Crow and Frog takedown, reading this card wouldn't be the worst thing ever. Um, it's getting like multiple uses out of this in one turn is pretty good. Um, hmm. Well, I think overall thoughts on the Water Foundations. Uh, I mean, I like what I like what's going on. If you want to stay too. alive and make your opponent mad that they can't kill you, it's got a really mm-hmm. good foundation base. It does. Like it, like I said, my my overall thoughts on the water foundation or water symbol as a whole for this this first set is, I guess, just being surprised that it's as good as it is. I I really do think it's my favorite symbol right now. Um, it's got the most interesting character base, as we said. Maybe not the best characters, other than outside of Asui, because I think she is one of the best characters in the game. If we redid our tier system, I think I would probably bump her up to. I don't know if I'd put her up to an S, because I don't know if I could have four S tier characters. But she's still she's she's at the top of the A group still. I I think she's still really up there. I yeah. Um, I would agree. But yeah. Um, well, we've reached the point of the podcast where we determine what symbol we're going to talk about next. We're down to three, right? We're down to three. Ooh, um, so it's what? Air. Air. Good life. Air. Good life. Yeah. Um. 
we still rolling a dice for this? There's three. Do we just decide now? I let's, let's just. Ah oh, man. What what do you want to do? Here I do got. Sp- here look, I got a uh, two copies of Ice Storm and one copy of Giant Ice Wall. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shuffle these up, and we're just gonna eliminate a symbol just by reading through. So I'm gonna say air, flip a card. If we see the giant ice wall, the symbol is out. All right. Okay. All right. Or actually, no. Giant ice wall will be the one we do. That way, we only have to do it once. Okay. So we'll start. All right. Air. What is this? That is ice storm. So it's not air. Wait, 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 wait. Are is that is those actual ice storms? Is that, that the regular? Wait. That was giant ice wall. So we're doing air. There we go. <laughs> okay. That's like wait a second. I just trust because there's the misprints. <laughs> I trusted you, and I didn't look. Well, it's it's the it's the art for. Uh, Ice Storm. It's the same art. <laughs> I mean, I could, my binder's in my car. I couldn't get the actual art giant ice balls, okay? Ah, that's fine. So we're, so we're doing the air. We're doing air. Doing that air. Was, All right. That was, that was anticlimactic, but... That was... That's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. Air, uh, um, dropping that uh, next week. Um, What are you looking forward to talk to about air, man? Um, dinky? You dinky man now? This Kaminari, this Bakugo, we're talking about Asui some more. I think Air's got some really good stuff. Uh, who else? Oh, Jiro. It's Jiro time. Jiro, Air Jiro is supposed to be really, really strong. So let's we can talk about that. So, what symbols do we have left? We have Air, Good, and Life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um. Excited because we we are talking to some people and they uh, someone was saying that Air Jiro is up there with like Good Kirishima right now and wow that's that's a that's a bold statement that is a bold statement and this will only be the second time we've gotten to talk about Jiro but the first time we've gotten to talk about Jiro on one of her better symbols so mm-hmm. it's good yeah. stuff I'm excited it's good um, stuff did you know that there's three Air characters that have Jiro in the name. You got Ajiro Kirishima, Kyoka oh. Jiro, and Mashiaro Ojiro. So, oh. So you can't just search for Jiro on UBS Ultra. You get all kind of results. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, do you have anything else to add to our before we head out of here? Nah, man. Well, yeah. I mean, check out ubsacademy.org. Mm-hmm. Um, ubsacademy.wordpress.com is where all our written content is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got all of our Facebook stuff up. Uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash ubsacademy. That seems and then, right. And uh, we got we're we're still trying to get Twitch streams in when we're not all old men who don't feel like streaming at night. So Thursdays yeah. when we're feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rough, man. You know, it's like hey, let's stream. It's like eight thirty. It's like bro, I'll go to bed at nine. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's a struggle these days. It is. We got some, yeah. we got some holidays coming up. Maybe we can knock out some streams and get some stuff going. Oh yeah, and then um, I think that's pretty much it, man. Just make sure you like and subscribe the video. Let your mm-hmm. friends know about it who aren't listening or watching. And yeah. uh, that's all I got, man. All right. Well, uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys spending your time with us, and uh, have a great week. Later. Bye.